and gentlemen. All right, Lindsay, just be yourself. Hi, this is Lindsay. You may know me, you may not know me, but I am starting my own podcast. This episode may be messy in terms of how loud or randomness of how it flows. Um, yeah, but I really want to explain. No, I don't, but I'm going to explain. Not really, but... <laughs> I'm going to explain the title, which is already canceled, because I prefer talking about topics that others would find um, uncomfortable or not, what is the term, PC correct or something. That doesn't mean I'm always going to talk about things that are, but I am just, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm already canceled. So if you would like to cancel me, please leave a message. And I will get back to you when I can. Alrighty. So really, um, you know, uh, let's, oh God, I'm skipping ahead on my notes. I have notes on my PC in front of me in this like white notebook thing that you buy for like high school to take notes in. This yellow flip over notebook thing and like a random square piece of paper. Like all, I tried to organize it, man. You guys, I try. I tried the organization thing. I really do. Um, I was going to say that I really love listening to podcasts and I don't know how long I've been listening to them. Um, I think one of the first ones I started listening to was Bill Burr and he's hilarious. He got, he got a little bit too big. Um, I just, I don't know, you know, I just uh, skip around, you know, I have moments where I listen to a podcast for quite a while and then I uh, skip over to another one. It's just like a natural flow of listening to podcasts, at least for me. Am I going to rant about podcasts for an hour? No, but hey, man, some of my topics I may just rant, not rant, but eh, talk longer than maybe what you're used to hearing a person talk in terms of length of a topic. Anyways, I love that I was concerned about um, how long I'd be able to talk for. I'm like, oh, God, I have to make sure I have enough to talk about for at least an hour. Can, Can I do it? What a ridiculous thought. I'm already like, how long into it? I don't know. Where's the timer on this thing? Um, I'm using GarageBand, by the way, um, in case anyone out there uh, wants to know what people use for recording stuff. Anyways, uh, I don't know what I'm at, like time-wise. Anyways, who cares? Um, yeah. So one of my old friends, old friends, my old friend, he was one of my community college teachers, I guess, best friend. I'm not going to speak for him. I know that they were like good friends. Um, Timothy Mason was my teacher at uh, Chattahoochee Technical College. This is so weird about podcasts. Like, do you guys need to know? Who cares? Whatever. Um, which was a community college I went to, uh, which was the third college I actually went to. Um, I, like, downgraded. I went to uh, Valdosta State and then Georgia Southern. That's, like, a whole other podcast episode later to explain that one. And then um, I went to Chattahoochee Tech, which actually really out of the two huge schools that I went to, well, huge in my terms, okay, um, I really love the community college and the vibe of community colleges. Um, anywho, uh, so Tim Mason was my motion graphics teacher, and total shout out to Tim. He was so awesome, and I had quite a few teachers at uh, Chattahoochee Tech that were just really great. And I don't know, like, just I don't know how to explain it. I really value community college um, versus like the high end. I don't know. I really can't compare because I haven't gone to like Stanford. Actually, you know what? I have. I have done nude modeling at Stanford. But that's another topic for later. So anyways, God almighty, um, my, my whole life is like explaining to you uh, a book, but then I wind up telling you the cliff notes and I skip all around. 
So Dean is good friends with Timothy Mason, and Dean Velez is... Wow. I was listening to it, and I didn't even explain or finish my thought about who Dean is. Or I mean, I did, but uh, why I even mentioned Dean is because uh, we were talking on the phone, I don't know, two weeks ago, and... I was like, your your life is so fascinating. You either need to write a book right now or start a podcast. And he was like, you start a podcast. And I was like, no, you start a podcast. So that I really have to thank Dean, I guess, for this because it, it gave me that push to do, you know, make a podcast because anyone can. And I feel like it's going to be awesome for me. And I don't know. I just really feel like it makes total sense for me to do a podcast. So thanks, Dean, even though I really wanted him to do it because uh, I'm not saying I'm not interesting, but Dean is fucking his life is he's a great storyteller and his life is so fascinating that that's why I was like you need to make a podcast so uh, yeah I have to ent- I have to put this in I have to edit it and put it in uh because otherwise you'll be like wait what she didn't even finish that thought which by the way is going to happen a lot so this is the only edit I'm going to do because I didn't want to um forget that about or not include that about Dean okay and done with that thought a guy that I got introduced to from Tim who Dean became like my mentor for motion graphics and Dean is fucking awesome. He is like, you ever meet people in your life where they're on your same wavelength in terms of just like how you think and how you, how the conversation flows between you and that other person. Um, just like like-minded people. And I know that's a very common term, like-minded people, but to me, there are really special people out there that are kind of more than like a like-minded person it's like a spiritual, I say it, uh, you'll probably hear this quite a lot, but I talk about like being on a spiritual plane in terms of, I believe I live on this, I feel like people think the um, using the word plane, like I'm on the spiritual plane sounds very crunchy and like, okay, weirdo, but I just mean it, I'm just trying to find a word that um, explains what I'm talking about here without sounding like a California crunchy person. Um... Yeah, so I feel like Dean and I are on that same spiritual plane. Holy crap, I remembered that uh, topic there. Um, So uh, I will have him on as a guest. I told him he'd be my first guest, and I hope I stick to that because I'm like, oh, God, um, I don't even know if I'm going to have him on this podcast. Anywho, because I don't know if it's going to be just me talking. So let's see, where's my notes? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I am no therapist, and I am not a shrink. I don't have any formal training um, in terms of like the human psyche and the mind. Um, so you're going to hear a lot of stuff about the mind. This is a pro cannabis podcast. So hide your kids. Um, that doesn't mean I'm like lighting up in the middle of it, but you know, the topic may come up. I cuss like a mother. So, um, I really should have settled this like as the total opener, but anywho, you've been forewarned. Um, the people that know me already know that, uh, I am not your typical lady, lady. Um, in, in that aspect, aspect, I guess, aspect ratio. Um, yeah, I guess I'm supposed to introduce myself. Um, what do I do? Number two in my notes says, what do I do? Painter have been for IDK. How many years? <laughs> yeah, I've been painting. I started, I don't know. I took a art class, uh, senior year of my high school that I really wound up loving. I mean, obviously that was, that was like my first real, I guess, class and teaching of art. And my teacher was Mr. Yeomans from Pope High School. Biggest shout out to him. He looked like Jesus and he was like a, he looked like a guru or something. I always looked up to him like crazy. He was so chill, like hippie looking, down to earth, but had like this, um, like, gosh, 
an attitude that was not, ag- I don't want to say aggressive, but like, he'll just tell you, tell it to you like it is. And I obviously, well, no, I don't know why I'm saying obviously, you may not know me. Um, I really uh, respect that and it doesn't scare me. And, you know, I think you, it's not bad to be like, oh gosh, I feel bad about my work because ultimately if someone's telling you a critique about your work, um, you can either take it as, wow, I'm really offended. Um, how dare you? Or you can just listen to what they're saying, you know, if they, if they are being actually nice about it um, and take that and like learn from it, you know. Um, and that's a very hard thing for artists to do, uh, to not take criticisms of like any form personal. Um, even if you are just being like nice, it's man, it's hard. I'm telling you from a artist myself, uh, I've gotten way better about it over time, but it's definitely gonna, you know, get to me here and there cause I'm sensitive. Um, yeah, let's see here. Oh yeah. <laughs> about me. Good Lord. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know when I started taking acrylic painting seriously. I feel like it was definitely for sure when I moved out to California. I dabbled with it like a little bit as a beginner. And I mean, effing beginner, like, you know, everyone's first artwork is like, oh God, I'm not even going to show that to the world. But I mean, it's a great thing to show to the world because it shows how much you're improved. But looking at your own art as an artist is like, oh, vey. Um, I just use like crappy paints from like Michael's cause I used to work there. One of the best jobs ever. Um, but, um, I've also learned over the years that the, uh, just like learn to spend money on the higher end stuff because it's going to affect the way your, your art looks because it, I mean, look at the stuff you're using. So it's, of course your painting is going to look different if you're using like really a really nice brand of, um, uh, paint I was gonna say brushes but honestly you can use crap brushes that you've cut up and whatnot and it's your favorite brushes um but yeah um it's a really hard concept to make yourself do as an artist because it's like you're already either poor or not making enough money to spend money on like ridiculously priced stuff but in some aspects it is worth it so yeah I was using like crappy I forgot what the brands are at Michael's just the you know like 75 cent I don't even know the cheapest I'm not saying don't use that because it's it can be a great thing to start out with. And I'm actually a huge advocate of that, of like using crappy stuff. I love how I'm like literally going against what I just said, but I hope you understand what I'm saying here. Um, it's, a, it's always good to start off with like shitty stuff, no matter what it is, like your first car, your first sewing machine, um, your first paints, because you like don't know how good the good items can be until you are like, mm, let me, let me try upgrading now or trying that brand that, you know, I've always looked at and admired because it, you realize like how good it is and can be. And it makes you appreciate like just the whole process of using crappier stuff. Um, and for me with my sewing machine, which I'm also same stress, I've been sewing for not that long, but when I started sewing, I, just did not stop. I literally sewed every day. Sewed? I think that's a word. Literally. Literally. Um, so I, one of my good friends, Aurelia, gave me her sewing machine that was like in her basement or no, um, a garage for like 10 years unused. And the thing about sewing machines is that you need to keep them being used. Um, uh, I was trying to make a joke there that was so inappropriate, but I'm not going there. <laughs> um, uh, uh. Mm, yeah 
they're like what from what I've heard they're like cars where they they just need to be um, driven and whatnot to so they don't just break down faster so basically I was using her machine and Lord God Almighty I have never been so frustrated and cr literally cried and whimpered about not being able to create or you know sew something um, when I'm creatively driven like as a as a creative it is the worst feeling in the world I, um, I just held in a burp there not a good burp though so um that's also going to be a thing that you'll probably hear burps so because i'm a human all right um oh, forgot what i was saying i know it's sewing machine related who cares um yeah so like there was a piece of it that broke and it was just a nightmare like but you know what i learned the basics of a sewing machine and i also it also made me like crack open the um, sidewall or the lid of the sewing machine to like look and try to figure out what part is not working. So then I got to learn like the inner works inner workings of a sewing machine. Whereas if I had started off with a Bernina, which I have now, which is um, unbelievable and I cannot praise that machine enough. If I would have started out with a Bernina, mine, mine's a Bernina B560, um, then I wouldn't have had that like extreme appreciation um and just understanding of like what what sewing machines do and like i don't know man i just learned you know troubleshooting all that stuff with the other machine i think i forgot what it was honestly i forgot the machine brand they, they're not even around anymore like they don't make that machine anymore um i had to troubleshoot so much of that machine that i wound up googling so much about like why is my thing bird nesting and and then it, it just helped me learn more it, these things where it, it cause you so much strife and they're like crappy and they break it, you kind of have to have the mind of wanting to figure out what's wrong with it too though and not just be like Ugh, whatever um so i guess i have a really extreme curious mind i don't know if it's extreme i i don't know i feel like it is and i love it actually because i love learning um i'm not saying i'm better than you but <sighs> no i'm serious that some things i say that i'm like oh i'm not saying i'm better it's just uh i don't know Anywho, um, so yeah, I sew and my Bernina is amazing. Let's kind of get on here because I've been talking about machines and stuff and whatever. Um, I guess I can still get on to the creative topic. I started off with, um, I'm trying, I was trying to remember what my earliest item I picked up that was artistic. Uh, I guess, you know, the, the earliest memory I have of something artsy that I did. Uh, and I really feel like it was, yeah, I think it was just polymer clay. Um, which is clay that, um, it's funny cause like you could think of it like, oh, kids use that. Um, but then I've seen like adults make it, you know, still use that stuff for some stuff. The thing with polymer clay is that not only do you bake it, which adds a whole nother thing to the process, which actually I'm not saying it's bad, but I usually, I wind up under baking my stuff sometimes and they wind up like sticky and I feel like I could never get the, um, time to bake it and, uh, temperature correct. I don't know why. It's just one of those things where it's a creative outlet where if you don't stick doing just that, you're going to forget like what, how to do it, um, which is why it sucks having ADD as well. Oh yeah, I have ADD or ADHD. I didn't get like diagnosed until like five years ago. I don't even know how much I call it an actual diagnosis. I mean, I know I have it, but it was like a freaking computer game like thing where... Uh, like letters and numbers would pop up on the computer and you'd have to write like is this a letter I don't know it was like the dumbest thing ever because you could totally you could so easily like fake your way through it and be just type yes or no to the wrong things on purpose so you would wind up getting like okay yes you have ADD we can now give you drugs that are highly addictive 
I just thought it was ridiculous and silly. I was like, my God, how old is this, uh, quote, test? God almighty. I was trying to talk about polymer. Um, so I used to make like wedding cake toppers that I would sell on my Etsy like years ago when Etsy was first a thing. I don't know. Is I don't even know how old Etsy is by now. Is it like 12 years old? Is it like 20 years old? I'm going to guess like 16. I honestly have no clue. Um, so yeah, I made like a never ending story, Orin necklace. Um, I made like, I made someone like a, um, Pokemon, just like a little figurine, which is actually super intricate. And the kid wrote back saying he loved it. And that was like, it's just the best feeling having people love your creation. Like that's like all I love about being an artist. Um, I don't give a crap about fame or, you know, I've learned to let go of the money thing. Um, because if you're going into it, being an artist, like wanting to make money and that's your only thing, it ain't gonna, I mean, just, it's not, it ain't it. That ain't it, chief. Um, I mean, I'm really trying to like jump around to other topics, but, um, I don't know why. Cause I guess, I don't know. I think randomness is good or I prefer it. I was wanting to explain more about why I wanted to start podcasting. Um, I don't know. I love listening to the podcasts that I listen to. They're mostly people just talking like without edits and cuts um, and obviously there's edits and cuts with, uh, like putting commercials in sometimes not though. I listen to a lot of comedian podcasts. Majority of them are comedians and one of them, they actually just flow right. They like have segues into the commercials instead of like playing a commercial. I just love how podcasters, uh, have such a wide variety of doing their podcasts. There's like no rules, which is great. And I already talked so much anyways. Um, I, you know, I've always thought about doing a podcast or something where I'm able to like, just, I guess, talk, um, I just was like, oh, you know, podcasting is so much work. But now I'm like, fuck it. Like, pandemic may as well. I got the time and I have the software and um, recording devices and whatnot for it. Shout out to my husband for helping me out with all that stuff because I am not the best techie person. Obviously, I'm an artist. Artist. Oh, yeah. You know, Joe Rogan. Hold on. I have my notes in here. Well, the podcast I like to listen to. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Joe Rogan Experience, obviously. Mental Illness Happy Hour Podcast, which is fan-freaking-tastic. It's all about mental illness, and I can't recommend it enough. And it's not, like, really doom and gloomy. It's uh, it's good. It's just good. It's good stuff. Uh, the Honeydew, which is effing hilarious. Uh, Whiskey Ginger. Uh, over it and on with it. I don't listen to her stuff a lot, a lot. Not on the reg, but, like, once in a blue moon. Um, two, uh, two's Gays with Stories, which is with Mark Normand and Joe List. <laughs> Uh, Mark Norman right now and for the past couple of months has been my favorite, favorite comedian, favorite comedian like ever. God, I don't know. Like his mind, I love it. And his stand-up is on YouTube. I can't recommend it enough. I forgot what it's called. Um, Just look up Mark Normand, Normand with a D. It's for free. It's fan-freaking-tastic. He is such a clever writer. It was honestly a joy to listen to. Like, how my, I, he's just, when I listen to him on his podcast with Joe, um, I, in both of them, I can just listen. It's a joy to, I love hearing them talk about how serious they take their comedy careers. Um, and being a comedian uh, is not easy. I'm also going to say I'm a comedian so I can get away with like all controversial topics. I love how comedians just, could just say like crazy stuff, use the word retard and stuff. And no one's like, you're canceled. Although people can definitely write into those people and be like, you're canceled. And it just isn't something that really registers because they're not, I mean, they're comedians. I don't know. It's a weird thing to t- talk about because people are like, well, is that excusing you from being an asshole? It is a weird thing. I, I agree. Um, faux show. And I think, uh, you know, 
almost all comedians, I'm not saying all, but almost, come from fucked up uh, backgrounds. Um, So are they going to be mentally, like, PC correct or not touch people's buttons? Probably not. That's not a bad thing. I don't see it as a bad thing, you know? Everyone's a human. People fuck up, so... Why not use comedians as a fuck up example? <laughs> um, God, where did I? Yeah, oh, the comedian stuff. La 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 la. Uh, tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli. So that is the most controversial. Uh, well, not. Con- mm. They talk about. I mean, tinfoil hat uh, conspiracy theories, and I mean the whole slew. They do not edit themselves when it comes to uh, conspiracy theories and how far they go with them. I mean, they talk about all of them, and they're. You know, I love listening and reading conspiracy theory people talk because I just love how much they let their mind think without, I want to say reservations, I don't know if that's the right word, without holding back. And I love that. I love that. I, I just love when people use their mind and ex- explore it and just think about stuff. You're not going to be sued. You're not a bad person. Um, you're not racist. If, you just, if you're just thinking because they're just thoughts and I don't know. You know, I, I really enjoy when people dig deep and think about stuff. Um, that's why I'm not like, oh my god, you, you guys are stupid. Conspiracies, really? Bigfoot? I just, I really enjoy it. I'm like, tell me why you think Bigfoot is real. Like, I want to, I, I want to listen. Seriously. Not like I want to be convinced, but I, I value people's thoughts. I, want to, I, want to, I love figuring people out. Not that I ever come to a, a solid conclusion about, quote, figuring people out. But um, I enjoy it. People are so fascinating. And also really horrible um podcast stuff uh where my mom's at with christina pazinski that's tom segura's wife but why did i say that because she's her own person and i love her uh i think more than tom oh the tom is hilarious she has on dr drew a lot and that's freaking amazing i'm sure or maybe you don't remember dr drew from loveline um and he's a silver fox and every female has a female boner for him um fight me if you disagree because i won't fight back Leave a message. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I'm doing podcasts. I was wondering if I should, just, well, I'm like, should I just keep it to me prattling on? No, I'm going to have guests on and I'm really stoked about that um, because I, yeah, I don't know. The people that have my close ring of friends that I'm going to approve to have on are the people that I really cherish um, I feel like I have hand-selected people that I really value and that, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, that we're, that person and I are in the same like spiritual plane or not, maybe not even necessarily spiritual, but mentally, you know, we're able to carry a conversation and, you know, it's a, I guess a healthy conversation. I'm also fascinated about that with people that have guests on for podcasting. I'm like, how do you guarantee that you're going to have a fluid, okay conversation with the person and have it not go haywire where someone like says something messed up or someone talks too much. I don't know, which is another reason why I love Joe Rogan's podcast because he just lets people uh, talk, I guess. I don't know. I think it's a serious talent um, having a successful podcast where it flows well and it keeps you engaged. Um, I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm really curious how loud this is. I also leaned away, so I, I don't know. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had a note here about the value of schooling, like going to a high-end school versus self-taught. Um, I grew up in a family of six kids total. I'm the youngest, and I'm also a twin. And I feel like um, I had to really not fend for myself, but kind of where I had to really 
not had to. It wasn't something that like I had to even think about. It was just natural to me where I had to self teach myself, self teach myself, like everything in life. Um, you know, I've everything, not everything. Um, most all stuff I do is self taught. Uh, majority of my art, I mean, I'm going to say majority because I mean, yes, I took a high school art class, but do I count that? Mm, I guess. But for the most part, I'm definitely self-taught. That, that doesn't make me better than you. It's just how I, you know, how it happened for me. And I really love it because self-teaching yourself anything, I, I definitely feel like you struggle way more because you don't have that like self, that structure of going to school and someone talking to you and you have to pay attention. It's, you know, just that right there is like, imagine doing that on your own and not having like a set plan that works for kids or maybe doesn't work for kids too as well. You could see, you could just see everything as one thing or another um, where like, you know, schooling can be good for sure because you have approved teachers and, you know, esteemed or whatever fancy people that are approved and that's not bad. Um, but I also feel like schools, when people are like, I went to SCAD, which is Southern, so. Uh, Hold on. Southern College of Art and Design? Southern? It's in South Georgia. I'm trying to figure out what it's S-C-A-D. Super expensive. I mean, I you know, six kids. There's no way my parents are going to effing pay, pay for me to go to that school. It was always a dream of mine. I was like, oh, my God. An art school. It was, like, prestigious. Prestigious? Prestigious? Who cares? Um, You know what I mean? I I feel like schools can definitely have a hindrance on really exploring your creative mind. And I'm not saying schools are bad, but, you know, if you're on this set curriculum, like, and if the school doesn't encourage you to go beyond that, then how much is that limiting you um, in general? Um, I don't know. I just really value and appreciate. And I don't, I'm not like, man, I really wish I went to a legit, I mean, I do. Sure. But I also am not, I don't have like a regret because I, uh, yeah, I just really find huge value in Googling things myself, going through this struggle. Here's the thing about like self-taught. When I Google things to learn something, um, I usually shuffle around, like say it's a YouTube video tutorial or even like Reddit posts about a topic. While I'm searching for the topic that I want to learn and the specific way of learning it, in the process of me getting to that, I'm like, aha, I found it, like I, what the topic that I wanted to learn. In the process of that, I also pick up on things that I never would have looked up and possibly would, would have never been taught because I'm doing it myself and I'm just looking around, which is so freaking valuable in ways that I probably don't even realize. Um, yeah, like I watched a video about uh, some fabric, like tinsel. I'd never heard of it. It's not Christmas tree tinsel, like the silvery stuff that your cat winds up eating and throws up six months later. I swear to you, uh, our cat did that, by the way. Six months. What? Um, she loves eating shiny stuff. No more tinsel. Um, no, tinsel is T-E-N-C-E-L. And I was like, what is that? And since there's COVID, I can't go to a store and like, oh, there's tinsel. I'm going to touch it. I'm a very, um, I, I'm a visual and tactile learner. So to not have fabric to touch and during the pandemic is uh, pretty terrible for me, like shopping online for fabrics. So I try to look up like, well, what is tinsel? How does it drape? Um, is it see-through? Is it soft? Is it for winter? What it, what kind of clothing is it for? Um, yeah. How does it, sew? whatever. So there was just, you know, a YouTube video all about tinsel and it was like eight tips of howing, howing, how to sew with tinsel. And I learned so much that I never, I don't know, whatever, um, you know, stuff that I just wasn't looking to learn, but wound up learning along the way. 
Um, yeah. Oh yeah, before I started this podcast, I, I was testing the audio and I was like, oh my God, you can hear, I'm not going to make the noise because nobody wants to hear it, even as an ex, uh, example like, oh, my mouth is making this really gross noise when I hear it and then they do it. <laughs> oh man, not going to do it. In fact, I'm leaning away when I'm like swallowing and stuff, just because I, I don't want that to pick it up. Um, so I, I was testing the audio and I was like, oh my God, uh, I have like mouth noises. And on that topic, uh, I went to the dentist a while ago and the, uh, cleaning lady, what do you call them? I wanted to say esthetician. I don't know. What do you call the person that cleans before the actual dentist comes and looks at your mouth? Oh my God. If that was like a million dollar question, would I be able to answer right now? I, I don't think it's a fancy term. It's just like mouth cleaning lady. I don't know. Uh, she was like, do you have dry mouth? And I was like, what? Well, I mean, what? Yes. So there's medication I take for my ADHD that one of the side effects is dry mouth. <clears throat> and let me tell you, it is a real dry mouth. Um, for real. It's good though. Cause it, I wind up drinking a lot of water. Um, it makes you extra thirsty. Um, I, I am one of the rare people that is for Concerta and, uh, I guess Ritalin and Adderall and whatnot. And I know that it's a controversial topic and I know it's not for everyone. And do we know like the long-term long -term effects of it? Uh, you know, if you're like 80 years old, if you, if you started taking it at 14, not really. And that's the scary thought about it, you know, for sure. Um, but for me personally, I was in my thirties and I was like, man, I know I wasn't on um, any medication. I got off it from like, I guess high school. So I'd been off it for years and I was just noticing that I was constantly cutting off my husband in a conversation or just friends in general and like not being able to keep topic. And it like, it kills me living with mm, ADD. I hate saying this over and over because I'm not letting it define me. I'm not like, hi, I'm, I'm female and I'm white. And I'm also, so I, I am ADHD. Like I don't, these things don't define me, but are they in me and part of me? Yes. Um, I just don't want to be that obnoxious person. I, I hope you understand. Um, yeah, I was like, man, I, I wouldn't mind getting back on it. And I did. And it's been awesome. Um, and yes, I know it's like one molecule away from being meth, which is like, uh, I mean, I'm just gonna whoop, forget about that thought. <laughs> Stop doing the fake laugh thing. I keep doing that. Ugh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So wow. Long story. I was Googling. I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm Googling how to remove mouth noises. And actually the, the, the biggest thing that I took away from it, watching short videos was enunciate words and open your mouth more. And I totally forgot to do a warm up of like, mother makes me eat my M&Ms. Unique New York. Unique, un oh, dude, the try saying unique New York over and over really fast. Good luck. Um, ooh, siren. Welcome to, dude, every time a siren goes off or a police vehicle, I always think of that. <laughs> That scene in Big where he, uh, he's like by himself and terrified and he turns off the television. It's like shooting and uh, police siren and it still goes on. And he like curls up in a fetal position in the bed. I think of that scene every time I hear that noise. Not every time, but pretty much. And it makes me freaking laugh. You're just gonna have to live with that because uh, that's 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 the way it be. Um, randomness. It's just gonna be all random, y'all. Um, there's an awesome, I don't know if you call it documentary or thing about being a voiceover artist and I forgot what streaming thing it is I think it may be Amazon I I'm not sure it's called I know that voice and I watched it years ago by myself and it was it was just such a joy um there are some things in my life where I feel like I could have done that and I mean I still could I guess 
I burped away from the mic. Announce every step that you're doing. I'm picking up a pencil right now. I'm going to write it down. Let's see. Comedian. Faux show. I don't know. Here's the thing about like, I want to be a comedian. Is that if you can like make people laugh at a party or in your high school um, homeroom or your parents, that's not the same as doing stand-up. Um, and I think people make that mistake a lot. Um, I don't know. Because being a comedian is not just that. Uh, you have to, you know... It's a grind and freaking hustle. It's one of those art forms that is not forgiving in the slightest. Like, if a Reddit comment bothers you, fucking go home. Or if, if you're, like, trying to be an internet comedian or whatever the fuck you're trying to do, calling you out, well, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm not going to say the name. But, because that's just weirdly snarky or something. I kind of want to call him out, though, because everyone knows him and he was a fucking douche. He still is. Um, If you can't, if you, like... Start making jokes on your Facebook or uh, social media and someone's like, how dare you? And goes on a rant and then you make a post saying, wow, this person was bothered. or I can't believe someone was bothered. I guess I'm sorry. Like if you are bothered by one person being like, oh, my God, how dare you? If And if you're trying to be a comedian, just fucking go home. Like call it quits. Never do that shit again because it's I'm like, are you kidding me? That's what made me realize that this person was just doing it for the drama and being like the pity boohoo me thing. God, should I say it? I'll try to take a note and maybe say it next time because I don't want to make it about this person. But they, ugh, whatever. I don't like. I, there are some people that I really just don't like and appreciate where they're like really phony and they kind of hide behind this persona um, of being funny, but they're really like a fucking asshole, like straight up. Um, it took me a while to realize that this person was that. Also, <laughs> if someone has a username that's like crazy, um, crazy Kristen or um, don't care, whatever, just anything where it's like negative and that's their username like on Twitter or they're like, I don't know, like their t-shirt handle or like their creative handle and it's like a bad like psycho Jill, like um, they're already warning you, like, that they're actually mentally ill, so I'd say stay away from those people. Um, I don't think people realize that. <laughs> For real. Um, anyways, yeah, I know that voice is great. Um, oh yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, comedian, uh, I think vo being a voiceover artist would be so fun, and I know that is also very challenging. Um, I would love to have done that. Uh, psychologist, faux show, because I love the human mind and why we are all messed up and why trauma affects you in crazy ways. Uh, I was going to, I was trying to write psychologist and I was like, I don't know how to fucking spell that. Cause I'm like psychiatrist, psychologist. One of them can prescribe you medication. One can't. And I can't remember which one it is. Oh my God. My neck. Oof, Lordy. I bought like a really stiff pillow. Uh, because I think they're better for side sleeping and I'm trying to make myself side sleep more because I grew up being a stomach sleeper, which is like actually really bad for your back. And nobody told me this. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm how old and I realize that's terrible for your back and also like bad for your neck over time. And also it gives you face wrinkles. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to realize I'm a little bit vain. Um, it's how I grew up. Thanks, mom. She enforced it into my head that people will judge you by the way you look. And she really grilled that into my head. And she's like, she's not wrong, but she like didn't. Uh, it wound up being like an unhealthy thing, like um, um, for real. Um, I'm going to wind up bashing my family on this quite a lot because uh, this year I realized I opened my eyes to my family stuff and <laughs> no, my family wasn't horrific or like the worst, but man, just, you know, 
dysfunctional. Look it up. Um, yeah, let's see. Comedian, voiceover, artist, psychologist, whatever. Um, what was the other one I thought of? I'm already a painter. I'm seamstress. I don't know. There was another one I thought of at some point. Is this the time that's gone by? It says bar and 1045. Is that seconds? Man, I have no clue. This thing does. I don't know. No clue. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm looking at the recording thing and I don't know. There's no like this many seconds or minutes have gone by. It's just like a. Anyways, I'll figure that out later. Um, stop saying, um, oh yeah, this, this podcast is also going to be random thoughts that I have. Um, I've had so many good random thoughts that I am like, oh, write that down. You're going to forget it. And I didn't write it down, but now I'm like, all right, now we have a reason to write it down. Cause podcast. Um, I went to the bathroom today. Oh, as you do. And I went without my phone and there's no window or anything in our or anything in our bathroom. So I'm forced to just like sit there and stare at the wall or I think I have a piece of art. Um, I have some art that you can stare at. Um, and I was like, wow, remember there was a time where you'd go to the bathroom without your phone. Um, and in the house that I grew up, uh, let's see, I would sit on the toilet and look out the window and it was on the second level of our house. And our neighbor was quite a few, you know, it's not like a California home where houses are like, you could reach out and touch your neighbor's um, house. They're pretty far. But I could still see into my uh, neighbor's window, not like a peeping Tom. There was, it wasn't like a bedroom. And if, I mean, I never saw any hanky-panky, and I was, good God, I would never watch that. Ugh. Or maybe I would watch it, because I'm a human. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, is this really happening? And then you wind up probably getting traumatized by something that you saw. I don't know. That didn't happen, but um, uh, I just remember, like, you know, like any sort of movement that I would see, I would just look at it and observe just, you know, sitting there, like just sitting in the bathroom and I would see them like work at their desk and I don't know. And wouldn't think much of it. And I still don't think much of it. Even though those neighbors were effing lunatics, old people, I don't know what their deal was, or maybe they weren't lunatics. My mom just said they were crazy. Maybe my mom's the actual crazy one. Um, that was just a funny little thought about how, you know, social media and technology is distracting us from our own minds and that's freaking freaky uh like uh you know people are like oh did you watch the social media complex or the social dilemma on netflix and i am i'm like oh i already know all that stuff uh crap i should have written that guy's name down i can google it while i'm talking about it perhaps um the guy that was one of the i guess i don't even know if i would consider calling him a guest um on that uh, Netflix documentary thing, uh, wound up talking about how, you know, you should delete your social media thing. And uh, I found his YouTube video uh, like months ago before that documentary thing came out, weirdly enough. And I was like, oh my God, like I already knew some of it, but the stuff he said was just, you know, how social media is not working in your uh, favor, even remotely. It may have started out, um, you know, being innocent or whatever, but now it's just morphed into this horrible disaster, angry fueled, hitting people against each other thing like on like for real that's i'm not exaggerating look it up let me find the guy's name though there's something like delete or your file i can never remember it delete your okay his name is is that his name anyways his name is jaron lanier uh j-a-r-o-n and his last name is l-a-n-i-e-r it says jaron lanier interview on how social media ruins your life uh i guess i don't know what this is channel four news put it out some british thing uh, the guy is freaking brilliant. Um, you know, if you're a human and you judge people by the way they look, he has like dreads and he looks like a fucking like mage or someone that like knows everything. Um, 
a little bit overweight, but I mean, he's brilliant, very soft speaking. And I don't know, there's some, there's some qualities about humans that I don't even know the person, but just the way that they carry themselves and the tone, how they speak and, and the, how fast they talk and like body language, eye movement, um, the tone and how their voice pitches when they talk. There's so many things that just add up to me where I'm like, I, I just trust this person. I don't know how to explain that other than that, really. It was a great interview. I, I recommend looking it up because the social, what is it called? The social, social dilemma, whatever, on Netflix was so fucking corny. Like, why did no one talk about how, okay, some of it, yes, where they have like a five or six ex-techie Silicon Valley um, people that used to work for like Twitter, Facebook, all this stuff, and they explain you know, in-depth stuff about how social media is terrible. Um, really, it's crazy. Um, but then, like, in the middle of all those great interviews, they have, like, that fucking guy from Mad Men, um, the douchey one who always seems like he was weak. I don't remember his name. Oh, man. Not the attractive one. We all know who John Hamm is. hey yo, Hanaconda. Yo. Um, it was, like, him more cloned three times, and they're, like... <laughs> in this futuristic room of like watching you as a um, phone user like okay let's force this app on them or and push notification it was just so freaking corny and then they also did this like uh reenactment like i don't even know movie type snippets of like a family and these kids growing up with social media and the the struggles it was so oh my god i was like can we not just know like the acting is terrible can we just have the it's inter- it's interesting enough having the people talk about you know, how they used to work for these uh, big companies. I'd rather not watch these stupid-ass reenactments. And It was just so corny. I honestly couldn't finish watching it because I was trying to watch it by, like, fast-forwarding those cringe parts, but they wound up taking up more of it than I thought it would, um, the document. What do you call that? I don't know. Documentary? I don't know if I call it a documentary. I don't know. So, and some of the stuff I kind of already knew, but still, um, I heard it's good. And, it, you know, if it wasn't for the corny stuff, yes. TLDR, just watch the Jason Lanier interview. The guy is the fucking jam. I want to smoke some marijuana with him. I don't know if he does marijuana stuff, marijuana cigarettes, but I don't know. Even, actually, fuck it, even without uh, cannabis, I'd still love to listen to that guy. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I didn't explain about how, how or maybe I did. I maybe uh, touched briefly on it. I hate listening to YouTube things or podcasts. Uh, actually, it's not really podcast. Um, It can be. Or they're insanely edited. Like, you know those YouTubers that are like, hey, guys, and then there's a massive cut, and then they're like, what I'm going to talk to you about today, cut, and it's so fucking jumpy. I've noticed it with um, younger kids in the younger generation, and it may be a tactic that keeps you interested and engaged because it, it kind of catches your attention every time they do that cut. But for me, I think it's like it's like nails on a mental chalkboard. I'm like, oh my god, oh, I, I can't, I, I, I can't watch this. It's really unbearable and not all. That's a gnaw from me. Um, so that's also why I was um, wanting to do my podcast with like the least amount of edits. I love listening to people just talk um, and not uh, edit out. So when I was doing my uh, videos for this horrible game company, uh, Ubisoft. They're horrible, 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 horrible. I'm sure I'll have a whole podcast about that because I have quite a few more things to say about that as if you guys didn't see enough on my Instagram. Rather, if you were lucky enough to see it on my Instagram, honestly, before I took it private because people are fucking psychos and whatnot. Um, And I took it to private because my privacy, I don't know. I got harassed by fucking children. (laughs) Oh my God, hilarious. 
yeah, so I was doing those YouTube videos about, like, sewing. Um, and I would edit myself talking about just, you know, the process and uh, instructing you and guiding you through the sewing process. Um, and I would take out the ums and the when I would talk and it got to the point where I would really pay attention, pay attention to that. And it sounded really unnatural just listening to it. So I tried to keep some of the breaths in. Um, it just sounds weird. Um, I don't prefer that, those kind of things. And maybe you do, but man, I certainly don't. I certainly don't. God, I wish I knew where this timestamp thing was at. Cause then I would know like, Oh, I need to uh, trim it. Cause we're over an hour. God almighty. So I already talked about the podcast stuff. I don't talk about that. I don't know. Let's see. I can talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, back to the conspiracy talk. Uh, there is a couple of um, subreddits I like or enjoy. There's one called Missing Four One One, and it's all about um, people that go missing in national parks. And actually, there's a documentary on um, YouTube called I think it's called The Missing Four One One. Um, it's okay. It's good. I really enjoyed it, but they kind of focused on one story too long. And, um, it's one of those shows that'll, or I guess documentary thing that will make you rage and be like, are you fucking kidding me? They clearly killed that person. Like what? Like Unsolved Mysteries, the new one, man, some of them you watch, by the way, the new Unsolved Mysteries is freaking amazing. Highly recommended. Well, I wouldn't say amazing, but it's good. I definitely enjoyed it. Some of the episodes are like, um, what, why are we watching this? Unsolved what? Like, hello? This person has the skeleton of their dead wife. Whatever. I don't remember what it was, but it was insanity. I was like, get the fuck. Come on, man. Unsolved mystery, my ass. So Missing 411 is a subreddit I enjoy. Um, and some of it, the thing, I will warn you, some of these subreddits uh, are definitely like made up fucking stories. Which again, like, I don't know. It's still enjoyable, even if it is made up. Uh, Missing 411. High strangeness. Uh, retconned. Uh, R-E-T-C-O-N-N-E-D. I'm going to Google that because I forgot what it means. Oh, that's my clackety keyboard <laughs> in the background there. Uh, it's a Corsair and it's a gaming keyboard and I cannot not recommend that shit enough. Um, so it's one of those keyboards that's like, ooh, shiny and it has the rainbow lights that you can modify and ooh, rainbow, ooh, rainbow. You're a gamer and you have rainbow things. Rainbow! Um... Like, it's good for the clackiness, but I don't know what the deal is. It's good for gaming, but it's not good for typing on. I wind up typing on this freaking keyboard, and keys will pop off. Like, the letter I will just pop off the letter uh, K. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm typing so vigorously or fast, but I've never in my life had keys fucking pop off. This is a brand new keyboard, by the way. This isn't, like, 10 years old. So therefore, I'm like, Corsair, this is shitty. Like, that's crappy. I'm sorry. Your keys are popping off. You have one job keyboard. Like, do your fucking job. Stay. Anyway, someone, does anyone want to buy a Corsair keyboard? That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, kitten. No, let's not. Let's not. And say that you did. <laughs> foster kitten. I also have foster kittens. I didn't even finish my whole, oh, who, who is Lindsay talk? Oh, retconned means, uh, retconned is past tense, but retcon means to revise and this is parentheses, an aspect of a fictional work in parentheses. Okay, revised retrospectively, typically by introducing a piece of new information that imposes a different interpretation on previously described events. Ah, okay. So yeah, retcon's a fun one. Um, and I found that one from the Mandela Effect subreddit. They're just like fascinating things where I, I, most of the Mandela Effects, 
I don't know. It just depends on how spiritual or high you are, honestly, about what you believe with the Mandela Effect stuff. Mandela Effect, oh man, is, uh, I guess I'm going to use, uh, oh, I'll use this one. I'm not, I'm not going to use a stereotypical Berenstain Bears one. Um, so, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to, in your head, or send me a DM of what you think the answer is or whatever. Um, so, like, get ready to DM me. Have your window open right now. I'm going to give you a second. Okay. So, do you remember the Fruit of the Loom logo? Like, put that in your head, okay? What does it look like? What do you remember that logo looking like? So, when I thought about it, I thought it was the uh, cornucopia with the fruit in it. But then you wind up reading, like, a story on that subreddit or just Googling it, really, or watching, like, a YouTube video because that's all there. And apparently the fruit... <laughs> The Fruit of the Loom logo never had the frickin' cornucopia in it. And it's one of those things where you're like, wait a minute. What do you mean it didn't have that in it? Like, I remember it having that. And then you, like, Google the logo and, like, nothing comes up with that, what you thought it was. And I think, you know, there's explanations for half of them um, where it's, like, different countries use different logos. Um, you know, someone over the over time edited it or, like, did their own rendition in like a movie where they change it a little bit and like it becomes a new like I don't know how to explain that but like it's just a fascinating thought like I love reading those subreddits because people go like some of them go like so deep about like what life is and one of them was uh some sort of like a I don't know if it was something they thought of from doing like acid trips or um I almost said CBD it's obviously not CBD CBD is uh it takes away the high shit out of cannabis and it's like the relaxing stuff and you know I'm gonna launch into that real quick I grew up being like, oh my God, marijuana is bad. And the stuff I smoked, I, I'm not like a huge pothead. Um, I never was. The stuff I smoked in high school was like horrible. And I'd always get like so high because I didn't know how to smoke or drink really. And I'd be like, I wouldn't have like control of myself. Like I'd be like driving and I'm like, where the fuck is my home? Like where, how do I get home? I do not enjoy that shit. Not dog. So that, you know, I never, I never cared about it after high school. But then lo and behold, I moved to California and man, they really take it seriously out here in a way that they really respect the plant. Um, and like this, there's so many different strands and versions with different, uh, THC and whatever the other term is, THC and crap. I can't believe I don't know that. Um, or there's different like combinations of like sleepy versus hyper, um, and man, there are some that I've really found that are effing amazing where I have total control of myself. I could drive if I needed to. I can honestly say that I do more edibles now than I ever have. I'm not saying like every day because that's, I don't think that's good. Um, like anything in moderation, really. Um, one of them, like I swear to God, uh, like opens your third eye and you start thinking about life in a way. <laughs> Yuri and I have talked about this where, um, I'm like, where are these thoughts coming from? And I think we discussed it. I don't know which one of us thought of it, but like, they're just thoughts or we know it was just a topic and we're not saying this is true um, or still think this, you know, um, it could just be thoughts that you all, you already have. And um, you just haven't explored that part of your mind. You're opening that door. Uh, so Yuri goes by G as well. Cause I don't like people knowing his name, but I already fucked that up. So whoopie, whoopity-doo, whoopity-doo, whoopity-doo. So, yeah, I think he mentioned something about the door thing. Um, so I really, 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 really appreciate, um, I'm pretty sure psychedelic, isn't marijuana? I don't, okay, I don't like using the word marijuana because people think it's like, oh, marijuana, oh no. Uh, cannabis is a much more scientific, respected term and people aren't like, 
Oh my god. It just there's a lot of people that ha- there's a fuck ton of uh judgments about um, you know, cannabis. So, I'm trying to be uh it's just it's a really good drug, man. Um I love it cuz it just opens your mind and the one that uh I love, I always forget the damn name. Oh, what a pothead moment of me. Well, the dispensary near us is called Coliva. I'm going to look it up because it's that good. Edibles, the brand. The brand is... Hold on. Are you at least 21 years of age? Yes. I don't want to sign up. Uh, Almost there. Almost there. Almost there. The brand is called Camino. Uh, Is this the one? Um, Why are they not in order? That might be sold out. Yeah, that one, that brand always sells out. There's one they have that's like spicy habanero, and that one is the jam. Okay, the brand is Camino, and um, look for the spicy one if you're able to get um, cannabis in your state. It is my favorite edible um, or way to consume cannabis, honestly. Um, but I always warn G. I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. I I wind up talking the entire time. Like it's a struggle and a half to finish a movie. Um, we watched Dark Knight. That's the one with Killian Murphy, and uh, it's like a total orgasm for me to watch. It's got, um, oh my God, not Clint Mansell. I'm totally failing. Oh my God, Howard Johnson. No, what the fuck? What's his name? God, I'm totally. I can't believe this. Hans Zimmer, dear Lord. <laughs> Hans Zimmer, uh, Christian Bale, Killian Murphy. And I think there's another celebrity. Oh, God. We're just going to forget about Katie Holmes because what the fuck? What was that casting? I'm gonna, I mean, no. I mean, hell to the no. That was the worst casting ever. Anywho, I mean, the whole aspect of uh, Batman being a fucking ninja. Like, what? Amazing. That movie, I mean, literally, I got horny watching it. Um, it I, I was like, what? I can't handle this shit, man. Anyways, uh, took an edible. And I went, we wound up pausing it like 50 fucking times. Um, I don't know. It just makes things much more enjoyable. And I'm not saying that life is like unenjoyable, uh, not doing that stuff, but it it just enhances it, man. Uh, And I love, you know, digging deep and digging deep into the trenches of the mind. I I enjoy that a lot. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, I, I did have to pause it and I... I had to click the little time thing to show the time that is surpassed versus whatever, like the beats or bars or whatever it is for, I guess, obviously musicians. So yay, it was almost at an hour. Holy cow. It's, uh, we're at, who cares? No one cares where where we're at. God almighty. Um, damn. Well, I'm going to try to wrap it up a little bit here. Um, I don't know how long, I was trying to think how long podcasts usually go, the ones that I listen to. And I feel like, I mean, Joe Rogan's go can go to like three hours, um, whatever. I'm not going to say that there's like a time limit or I have to get to this certain amount or it can only be an hour, but I feel like I'm trying for an hour for now. And I don't think it's going to always be like that. Um, yeah, there was something I wanted to close off with. Um, I don't remember. Oh, I want to explain this, the music I picked. Um, not that I have to explain it, but I just think it's a funny process. So there's royalty free music out there. And I don't, did I pick this one for sure? G and I just went through it and I wanted to get his opinion on it. And he, I really value my husband's opinion about like everything. Uh, him and I are complete opposites in every aspect of the, that term. And I enjoy listening to someone who has like a total different view on everything. Uh, it's incredibly valuable. And while it can cause a lot of strife, it, it totally opens my eyes to something I wouldn't ever think of. So, uh, yeah, I came, I mean, I have skewed, skewed, 
Uh, looked through so many royalty-free songs for the YouTube videos I used to put out. Um, and there's a lot of crappy royalty-free music of like, I mean, well, anyone can make music and put it up there for royalty-free, which is free-free. Um, and there's a lot of shit, like not good. Um, I mean, so I've had to uh, sift through a lot. And the I, I'm pretty sure I'm going with the one that uh, I picked. It's called Barnyard Surprise. Oh, man, I need to write down who did that. I don't know. I can't find it right now. Um, and I, some of them are, like, um, slow and depressing and, like, not the right pace or, I guess, something. I want you to be, like, in the certain mindset as you're starting my podcast and something that maybe represents me in a way. So I picked this one because it's ridiculous and silly and childish and... I am from Georgia, which is very southern, and I love that it has. A, I'm not sure which part of the song I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in, put in, but a part of the song has a. I don't know what you call it, the uh, step whistle, where it's like, woo! I can't make. I cannot replicate noises worth shit. What are those whistles called? I mean, they used to like use them in the 1920s, or like the little kid toys. God, I feel like it's like it's like a trumpet thing. You slide up and down, sliding whistle. Anywho, there's just dumb noises that made me laugh about it. And, you know, I wanted it to be carefree, but uh, I don't know. There's other ones, damn it. There's other good ones. Anywho, I don't, that's my explanation of the, the song. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to get this going and figuring out, like, what um, structure works best for what I want to do. Uh, because I feel like the first one for anything that you do in life may, is not going to be the best and the most or- unorganized. And, you know, I think things just usually progress and get better with time, no matter what it is. I mean, if you're striving to do better, that is. I've seen people that are creative stay stagnant, and I'm like, man, if you're still doing that shit, you need you need to start stepping it up or, you know, just self-improvement, man. Like, if you stick at something and you just do that shit the entire time, I'm sorry, I don't really respect that. I respect people that continually learn things. Am I a bad person for saying that? Um, fuck no, because remember, I am me, and I'm allowed to have thoughts about things. Like, period like everyone is um unless it's like about nazis and racism that's like ooh, you know what i mean i'm trying to be funny there that's so hilarious isn't it oh uh, there's that fake laugh again i'm gonna really work on not adding that in nobody appreciates that um no one's gonna laugh at that Lindsay. so and i'm gonna try not to, to refer to myself in the third person because whatever i'm just kidding who cares i think you know what i mean by the shit that i'm saying like uh or you or you haven't even got to this point in my podcast yet because you're like what the fuck is this person? Like, shut up. <laughs> or you're like, this is ridiculous. Sign me the fuck up. So I do have a Patreon. Man, I had one um, when people used to giggle about Patreon before OnlyFans or fans only, whatever. Um, where like people are like, oh, Patreon, are you getting nude? But now Patreon, at least I've seen people use Patreon for all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, really podcasts and whatnot. So my Patreon is patreon let me spell that for the l people p-a-t-r-e-o-n did i get that not patron p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash i'm literally typing it out to make sure i got this correct uh backslash distorted lens so d-i-s-t-o-r-t-e-d L-I-N-D-S, and there's no space there. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to put up on my uh, Patreon, but uh, at this point, it is a way to be like, I really enjoyed that. Um, Thank you for taking the time to do this. Uh, Podcasting isn't free. Like, to host it and upload it and whatnot is actually not free. 
Um, and I don't know, like if you enjoyed it or you know, whatever. And I'm, I'm totally open ears for what you'd like to see or be engaged with or whatever. Um, because I've, tr- I've always struggled with figuring out the Patreon thing because I'm a total creative person and I do so many things, but it's hard to organize those things and make it like a, I guess it, it's fucking really hard for me to monetize myself. And my goal here is not to make money. Maybe that's why it's so hard for me. I just don't like pushing that. I'm so uncomfortable with it. Like even being like, buy my art or do you like this art? Oh God, I, it's really uncomfortable. I'm not a salesman. I'm, I've never liked that. I used to work at the Starbucks drive-thru and I used to, they used to be like, Lindsay, you have to remind them to buy a blueberry muffin. And I'd be like, fuck, do I have to? Like, it's the worst. The worst, man. Um, but I did love my Starbucks uh, manager at the time. Yeah, but I had to leave because it got way too corporate Way. Ugh, God, awful. Um, oh, yeah, that's before. That was as Starbucks was introducing, like, food, uh, sandwiches, and, like, per- I'm sorry. I think I just did a horrible pop there because I get really animated and loud. And I did it right at the mic. Dude, they had a protein pack that was grapes cheese and i can't remember what else and i'm like that's your version of protein uh no like these things are made so you can get hungry like that's not i mean that's that's such a tiny amount of oh i think nuts i'm like i mean if you're a fucking bird or you don't eat a lot i don't know i mean i wouldn't i just wouldn't have called that a protein pack whatever i was like what and yeah that's when they were introducing sandwiches i was like what we're doing sandwiches oh my god what no what um and some of the breakfast stuff is not bad. I wouldn't reach for it. But when I'm at Dragon Con, I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm staying at the Marriott. I usually get like the egg sandwich things. Um, yeah, man, I used to live. I used to eat so many of the donuts and scones and shit. Oh, my God. Nothing is worse than a stale coffee smell on your clothing when you leave Starbucks and you drive home. I can't even describe it. Like, it would make me nauseous. Like, you're in the coffee mist and smell and... You know, you pour out the old coffee, like it gets all over, not the coffee, but the steam. It just seeps into your every like pour and everything. It's so nasty. Like it's, it's, it's not like nasty per se. Like if you got in the car with me and I just got off work, you'd be like, whoa, coffee. But when you're sitting in it all day, you just want to get that shit off you. It's just like, man, I, that shit is like in my nose forever. I can still remember how it smells to this day. And I still remember what the grease trap smells like. That is... I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, so I'm, I guess I'm going to end it here, although I do want to mention that I, they were throwing away a really nice umbrella at Starbucks that I used to work at, and only one, I don't know what you call it, the inner post on the inside. Like, when you slide an umbrella up, up it has that, like, spiderweb, not spiderweb, um, legs that kind of stick out that hold the uh, umbrella up itself, and one of those arms was broken, and that was the only thing that was broken, and my manager threw it away in the dumpster, and I was like, what's wrong with the umbrella? And he was like, oh, what, you know, a part of it's broken, but you're hearing it from me, you're not allowed to take it, but he was saying it in a way, like, you can take it. He didn't say this, but he was like, in a way, if you can take it, just I don't want to know about it. Or maybe I told myself that because I wound up taking it because that was, I mean, like, I was like, <laughs> I just said like, like, <laughs> 10 times. Uh, I am a, such a fan of, um, like, exclusive items. I'm such a collector of, like, exclusive stuff in general that I was like, I am taking this shit. So I think my mom fixed it and we had it in our backyard forever. Like, who owns a fucking Starbucks umbrella? I do, bitch. Well, I guess my mom does now. I'm sure she threw that shit away. Sadness. Um, That's my Starbucks slight story. Um, Yeah, I I enjoyed working there. 
I remember this uh, gay guy I worked with bought a tub of icing and was like eating it at work. This guy was on like fucking crack. You think I'm on crack? Imagine someone who's, I don't even know, like possibly on cocaine and also caffeine. And also he has a tub of fucking icing. And I was like, yo, this guy is not, <laughs> this guy is not well. Um, and I, I mean, looking back on it now, I think that's bizarre behavior a bit. I mean, you're an adult. I don't know. I, I can't explain it other than what I said. It's not a bad person. This person's not bad at all. Um, I really enjoy working with quirky people. Um, that reminds me of, I used to work at, uh, my first job ever was Kroger. And I was a bagger. No, I was a cashier. And they used to like throw away items that was like, um, I don't know, something, ex not necessarily expired, but someone bought it and then couldn't, we couldn't put it back on the shelf. And I remember there was marshmallow fluff like who the fuck by the way uses that i mean who like you are s certainly some level of trash to use that i'm sorry and you know or a stoner and I, you're not a bad person but to me that's trashy um it's just like not healthy it's like i mean it's shit it's shit like do you really fucking need that no you don't is it delicious hell yeah so they were like gonna throw it away and i, I was like i'm taking this home so i took it home and like put it in the pantry I, I don't know how old i was gosh i don't know how old i was when i got my first job i'd have to look that up 14 i have no clue let me tell you my social security number too as well psych um so i put it in the pantry and uh you know at home i grew up my mom immediately threw it away and i was so pissed i was like excuse me that is my marshmallow fluff like that's mine and i was like i'm I, I, feel, I don't think I was 18 yet. Whatever. I was just at an age in my life where I'm like, yo, I'm an adult, even though I wasn't an adult. I feel like I had enough independence to to be like, that's mine, you know? Like, that's that's mine. Why are you throwing that away? Um, I, I I don't know. Like, it's I get it. You know, that shit is not healthy. But, um, but then, then I got... I grew up in a household that, like, didn't allow sugar. But as I say that, we had fucking moon pies, like, at all times. And half the stuff we had is, like, loaded with sugar. Like, Nutri-Grain bars, um... You know, I mean, God almighty, just like sugar stuff that you, the normal person that doesn't know how to eat well thinks it doesn't have sugar in it. Like, I mean, so much food has sugar in it that you don't even realize if you don't pay attention to it and just kind of learn like what to stay away from. Um, and I'm not even blaming people. It really is a, a whole process to like teach yourself. It took me fucking so many years to realize like just how to eat well. I don't know. So on that, I'm going to end because I already mentioned the Patreon thing. Uh, for now, that's like the best way to support because, again, I'm doing this. Uh, I don't know. I'm a fucking starving artist, like literally. People are like, oh, your art is so good. I'm not going to sit here and beg either, but I am going to talk about me because um, that's what I'm here for. Uh, I I cannot make a living on my art right now. Um, and, you know, I always get like the, wow, your shit is so good. That is incredible. But then no one ever buys it. Like, that's, that's, I mean, it's painful to me because I love the feeling of making someone happy with my art. Um, okay, that's, I'm not going to say no one ever buys it, but the the percentage of people that don't, that say and compliment me uh, and then that don't buy it or, or even like, I'm going to buy that and then they don't wind up buying it, like extra sucks. And I know shit happens and life happens, but it really fucking hurts because it's like, you know, I'm not big of a <laughs> loser where I look up to see if you bought it and you didn't. I'm not a loser, right? You know, I'm really working on that self-talk thing because that is not good. Um, but I, I don't know. You know, I, 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 I'm I'm again terrible at advertising my own stuff, like really bad. So I, I'm not blaming really anyone. It's really ultimately me, I feel like. I mean, it's kind of both, um, obviously. I just haven't had like, you know, I have to think about like, well, where would my art be able to be displayed and have it make sense? So like conventions sort of. Um, but now that we have COVID or... Oh, um, 
I need like a sound effects machine. I used to have my uh, capture, not capture card, uh, got it. Stream Deck crap, you never get that back. Maybe, or I just put it in later, I don't know, but then I have to listen to it all over again and put that in, ugh. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I have a, a website and uh, I'm gonna change it, I think, to my real name. Right now it's quicksilverbabe.com and there's a link there where you can commission me for stuff and then there's also a link for prints. Uh, I have a lot of prints that I have been continually putting up um, during the pandemic that's made me feel really good about just staying productive and just that I, fact that I, you know, am still painting throughout all this and I'm getting better. Like you're, you're, you're going to get better when you keep doing something. And as long as you have also the drive that, and kind of the self-hatred of your own work, because it makes you want to do better. Like there's such a crazy thought about people that are like, really don't like their work and that are harsh about their own work, but it's also a super huge uh, blessing in disguise because it makes you want to do better. So like, it gets confused, I think, or people get confused about it or think like, wow, that person's not healthy. But man, sometimes unhealthy thoughts or being depressed can really work in your favor as an artist, like for real, seriously. Uh, man, that's a whole other topic I can't wait to dig into about letting your flow state um, flow when you're creating art. And I'm, I'm, I can't wait to talk about that. And I think that's actually a great segue to end this and talk because the next person, or I guess the first guest I'm going to have on, like I mentioned, is going to be Dean. And he is fucking amazing. And it's the perfect, you know, end to be like, hey, and next week on a distorted Life Through a Distorted Lens, we have Dean Velez as our lovely guest. Um <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna do a whole like podcast of like voice work and then send it out to the interwebs and be like, hire me. Oh my god, voice work would be so much fun. Anywho, um, as if I haven't tried enough fucking creative endeavors in my life. That's all for now. Um, see, I told you I'd be able to get to an hour. Look at this, an hour, eight minutes. The people's champ. Uh, that's all. I don't have like a, a, a signing off thing, so fuck it. Bye, y'all.